Do you think he's dying? Sir Conrad. Aye. <laughs> the way he carries on, you'd think so. It was a warm, drizzly spring morning in the South Mark of Gwaelich, and Sir Radomir, Bressinger and I were standing fifty yards from a tumble-down herbalist's cottage. Von Volt had been inside for most of an hour, and the three of us were trading bored, tired jibes, trying to get a rise from one another. There is certainly something the matter with him, I said. Both men turned to me. You said yourself, the man is easily het up on matters of health, Sir Radomir said. Nima, keep your voice down, I muttered. Bresinger looked at me chidingly. He had always had a reproachful streak, but since the loss of his arm, his humor had worsened. Now his hackles were quick to rise, especially when he felt Von Volt's character was being called into question. Once, these non-verbal reprimands would have plagued me with guilt. Now I was beginning to give the chastisements short shrift. I don't think anyone could sensibly argue he is not, I said, glancing at Bressinger. But this is different. I have not seen him like this in a long time. Aye, Bressinger murmured eventually, in what was a rare concession. This is not his usual fussiness. I turned back to the cottage. It was a ramshackle place, a daub and timber construction sagging under the weight of its thatch. The place was mostly concealed behind a riot of wild flowers and other plants, and a strong herbal scent, intensified by the drizzly wetness, suffused the air, and had led to no end of both human and equine sneezing. We had been on the road from Osaka for most of the month of Sorpen, and were now but a few days' ride from the outskirts of Sova itself. Gwelich was one of the three principalities that surrounded Sova like the white around a yoke, and was ruled by the emperor's third son, Prince Gordon Xerstik. His castle, the fortress at Badenburg, was just visible on the distant horizon, a towering fastness of grey stone that caught the sun and the eye from thirty miles away. Our journey was not supposed to have taken this long. Had Bressinger not lost an arm in Galen's Vale, we would have left our horses and equipment in that city and then taken the Imperial Relay for 150 miles south as far as the west mark of Gwelich. From there, we could have simply taken the Baden Road due east to Sova itself for a total journey time of perhaps a week with good weather or ten days in bad. In fact, had Von Volt not insisted on tracking down and then murdering Oban Patria Fisher, we could have simply hired a ship to take us down the gale, since the river was a tributary of the Sauber, which flowed directly to Sova, and which itself was in part a tributary of the Kova. But this is as much a digression as the route itself. In any event, von Volt's illness had scuppered any plans to make haste. It had come on suddenly one night. He had complained of light-headedness, which we had all attributed to the wine, but it had persisted the following day. Von Volt learned, as he was, in ailments blamed vertigo, until he began to suffer, too, from a deep-seated sense of dread, which he could not place. The emergence of this second symptom had confused all of us, since fearfulness was not amongst his faults. But the nebulous dread continued, and then, not long after, tiredness, which itself turned into bouts of crippling fatigue. 
The Empire was lousy with self-proclaimed medical men, and Von Volt could pick out a quack and prosecute them, since displaying the Blue Star without proper training was a crime, in seconds. But this particular herbalist had a good reputation, and so after our infuriatingly slow journey south, we had diverted another few tens of miles so that our lord and master could be plied with medicines. What he needs is a good fuck, Sir Radimir proclaimed, with great sincerity after a period of silence. He took a long draw from his flask, which I knew to contain watered-down wine. I said nothing. I liked Sir Radimir, but I didn't really want to engage with such vulgarities. 